All right, and we are live. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Degenerate Talk Sports, officially the second episode in the podcast series. I'm your host, McKay Armbrust, here with my co-host, Brad Berry. What's up, baby? What's up, McKay? Happy to talk some sports, my guy. Hopefully your week went well. Glad that we could get together again on Sunday and, you know, shoot the shits on what happened this week in sports. Yes, dude, we have a full... A full lineup of segments. We have we have so much to talk about in sports. A lot of, lots of stuff happened. But but leading into that, we got to stay consistent for all of our new listeners. Um, our show has some consistent segments throughout the week. Um, you'll be able to follow along with that. But let's roll into it. Segment number one: the best thing you saw in sports this week, Bradbury. The best thing that I saw. Well, first of all, I just want to get it on the records for anyone that disagrees or agrees with me. You can tweet at both McKay and I for our comments. We want to hear your banner. We want to know if you agree or disagree. It's DTS approved on Twitter. So tweet at us, but get into that, McKay. The best thing that I saw in sports this week happened tonight. And you know where it happened? On the hardwood, baby. It was Dame Lil and Steph Curry, man. Let me tell you. Dame Lil pulls up from 60 feet, whatever it was, misses. Okay, like, good shot, all-star game. What does he do? What does he do, McKay? He pulls up next possession from the same spot. Like, the dude is just cold-blooded different, man. And he wets it, bro. He He wets it. It was awesome. But then it's not over. You know what happens after? Steph Curry says my turn, and Nikola Jokic is, you know, running his his fitness laps out there on the court, and <laughs> Steph goes to the left and wets one from half court. Man, that was the best thing I saw. Both Steph Curry and Dame Lil are on another planet. They were probably born on another planet, too, with their work ethic. But, yeah, best thing I saw for sure in sports this week was that at the end of half of the All-Star game. Okay, okay, love it. And we're, and we're going to get more into the All-Star game as the NBA segment rolls around, so more to come on that. Um, the best thing. I saw in sports this week, kind of following up with that. Um, I saw the Phoenix Suns beat the LA Lakers this past week. And you know what? I, I, I'm not, I don't know if I consider myself like a Lakers fan. Like I'm a LeBron fan. All right. I'm a huge fan of LeBron. I love watching LeBron. Like I grew up watching LeBron. Like anybody knows me, LeBron loved watching him. But, but to see the Suns, man, I grew up in Arizona to see the Suns, man, finally get really good. To be second in the West, man. They beat the top team, the Lakers, this past week without Devin Booker. Without Devin Booker, he got he got fucking kicked out because of a technical foul in the third quarter. And the Lakers still lost, rightfully so. Lakers without AD. Again, more to come in that in the NBA segment. But best thing I saw this week, the Phoenix Suns, man. This team is so fun to watch. So let's move in. Let's move into segment two, baby, the NBA. We're already talking a little bit about it. Let's let's start with the NBA All-Star. That just wrapped up right now. Team LeBron killed. Uh, they won 170. I didn't even see the final score. They were up by 20 at one, 24 at one point. Um, but they ended up winning. Team LeBron ended up winning tonight. Um, it was fun to watch. LeBron didn't end up playing that much. Um, Brad Bear, you kind of hit it on it a little bit, man. It was fun to watch Dame and Steph pull up from 40, 50, even 60 feet out. Gosh, dude, those guys. And, and it's not even like – it's not like they're air balls. They're, like, hitting the rim or they're in and out. Like, these shots are, like, going in or right out. But it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch the game tonight. Yeah, I'd agree. And, you know, final score on 
that if anyone's wondering is 170 team LeBron 150 team Durant and yeah in terms of all-star weekend I don't know what your rant question is going to be to me yet but in terms of like the three-point skill any of that man miss me it's not even worth my time to talk about it in my opinion it was awful this year but the all-star game itself was good I enjoyed watching that and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of just great um yeah it was a a good appreciation of the game out there on the court in my opinion yeah yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, this this was kind of a bummer year. Uh, I usually really enjoy the three-point contest. And, and not to say I still watched it all. I watched the the skills challenge, the dunk, the three-point contest. I watched it all, man, but I'm, I'm hoping next year it's going to be a little more normal. I think the crowd really changes the atmosphere. It changes the environment of those uh, type of things. But I agree with you. This was This was a fun game to watch. Even without, I was bummed. We're not seeing some of the great players out there uh clay kd uh, joel Embiid. he got pulled last minute which uh, honestly that could have affected the all-star game like that could have affected the outcome of the game you, you're missing kd and joel Embiid on team kd <laughs> not cool seeing team durant and he's not in the starting five it's like okay but again like i watched the game i enjoyed it but other than if you want to hit on anything else with the all-star like skills challenge or dunk, feel free to fill in. But I tried to watch it, man. I just couldn't even stay focused. Like I've seen yeah. people like Vince Carter win dunk contests and yeah, I don't want to get too much into it, but those are my thoughts. No, no. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, well, let's move on a little bit into our kind of mini sub segment of the NBA. Uh, let's go back to previous week's games. Wow. Lots of technical fouls this game, bro. God, like, Honestly, let's not get so fucking soft. Like, please, can I just watch an NBA game where there's not a foul every 30 seconds? But a lot of technical fouls. Did you did you see some of these games this past week? I've watched a lot of them. So wherever you want to fill in, I'm ready to yeah. hop on right. and respond, right. my guy. All right, fucking it. We're going to start with the Phoenix Suns and the LA Lakers, all right, this past week. Like I said, um, Lakers, okay, God. All right, we, we got to figure some shit out without AD. This is embarrassing, okay? We cannot be putting up these under 100-point games. LeBron, I don't fucking care how old you are. I need you, to, I need you to put it on your back, big guy. And KCP, I need you to step up. Dennis Schroeder, I need you to step up. Montrezl Harrell, I need you to step up. Come on, guys. Come on. I need, you to put, I need you to put in the work. But seriously, props to the Suns. What a stellar fucking game they played even without Booker. I watched the replay. You can watch the replay on Devin Booker's technical fouls, bro. Did you see this? This was so dumb. This was the most – I don't know what he said. Look, I don't know what he said to the refs, bro, but it had to be something big enough to get tossed out of the game. <laughs> Come on, League. We can't get so soft. We're talking about if LeBron does that, no way any ref has the nuts to pull him out of the game. No, no. Way. KD, Kyrie, but like – the Suns, like you said, you've waited a while. You grew up there. We have not seen them as a dominant team in no, the league and players no that get the respect, that get the respect like LeBron do on these powerhouse teams. So, yeah, soft, dude. In my opinion, he shouldn't have been pulled. But they, what did they do? They went out and beat the Lakers anyways. Mm-hmm. They, went out, they went out and beat the Lakers anyway. All right, moving on. Second, second technical fouls thrown out every freaking game. The Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and then they get fined $20,000, $15,000 for talking shit. Oh, 
I love it, dude. Fuck, stand up to the NBA. NBA is trying to say, don't talk about it. Don't say anything. God, I love this, dude. It's The, the NBA is moving into a uh, different realm, in my opinion, and players are stepping it up with their words. And you know what? Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, those guys are making, what, 20-plus a mil each? Like 20 mil plus a year each. Like, dude, they can handle a $20,000 fine. <laughs> Agreed, man. And kind of just going a little bit more off that with the league changing and like the NBA and what it stands for. I love seeing players like I might not like what Draymond tweets all the time or says, right. but I love the fact that they're going on social media and portraying the person that they are and want to be and what they stand for and how they think we need right. to see more of that. And I agree with you. I'm loving that. Right. Yeah. That's something we don't get to see. Really? That's something we don't get to see. All right. Moving on this week's woes. Gosh, the Lakers are in the woes this week. The team is not playing well, as I had mentioned before. Another team in the woes, the Clippers. Clippers have lost consistently this week, more than three times this week. God, hate to see it. Very sad. <laughs> and moving on to that. Also on the woes, the Bucks. The Bucks get killed by your denver nuggets brad bear i'm sure you saw this game you were ecstatic about it i know you were texting me all over the fucking place god that was disgusting seriously i think the nuggets won by thir more than 30 points i i mean i know the nuggets were in the 120s and i don't think the bucks broke 100 but yeah i was watching the mvp out on the court nicolai dude doing his thing with those young stars and what did i say denver's gonna spark and we're gonna see him and you know, I don't know if you want me to talk more about how the Bucks got stomped or how Denver looks good, but um, I want you I think... to talk about both. I want you to talk about both. Okay, well, like I said, Denver's a young team in the last podcast. And again, you can tweet at me at DTS approved if you disagree with anything I'm saying. But like we said, man, the Denver Nuggets are a young team. We've seen them in the past, like the past year or two, show that spark of, yeah, we're a young team with grit and we're going to hang with the best, like they did with the Lakers till game seven. Dagger to AD in my heart that will be there forever. Game six, three-pointer that he made. But moving on that, I think we're starting to see Denver fall into that style that they were in last year of continuing to flow as a team and grow and get better every day as a team. And Nikola Jokic, my guy, is obviously the leader behind that. But we need to see Jamal continue with that consistency um, to bring these other young stars around him up. With the Bucks, on the other hand... Dude, Giannis is really good, okay? We saw it tonight. He didn't miss in the All-Star game with that freaking 16, moon rocket 16. three, dude. Did yeah. anyone else see that, dude? I, I had both my hands over my eyes saying, no, no, Giannis, no, you're – and then boom, he wets it, dude. So, again, he he's a superstar. He's a freak, but he can't carry a team – to a finals like you have right. a young gun team like the nuggets with a lot of weapons a lot of youth the bucks have good players but in my opinion it's just too much on Giannis, and he's not going to be able to do that they're going to need to find other outlets and options to score down the stretch yeah valid points off that was a little long but yeah hopefully i no. covered both sides of it <laughs> no no i loved it dude that was a hot take i love it well well kind of on this this section of ma nba let's go back to our previous bets last week so i hammered the 76ers as everyone knows um they ended up winning that following game so that was that was plus one in the column as brad bear and i are trying to keep track of this brad bear, just, how did we do last week and just to clarify this is a monday these are monday's games you're talking about correct, right correct last week's games right 
So yeah, you hammered yours. I hammered Portland Trailblazers Dame time late night in Portland, and that also hit. So that was that was nice to see, man. That was nice to see. So we're one and zero starting off the show. That's good. That's the the showtime picks. I love that. We might have to make that a mini segment because I like that. McKay, who's who's gonna lose first? That's the real question. I don't know. We might we might just have to see. We might have to start a little uh, mid-show wager, maybe something like that. We might mm. have to talk about that. Oh, oh and also from last week to clarify, McKay is a degenerate. I'm a degenerate, but since I want to be a journalist and a sports analytic, I do not place bets. This is all just insight from my professional opinion. Right. As where McKay is more into the nitty gritty of making those bands from Vegas. But oh, I, I don't know about that yet. Hey, we're on the way up, baby. We're on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on, moving on to this week's. Uh, rant time bro okay are you ready this is one of my favorite segments of the show honestly rant Mm -hmm. time i know this is one of your favorite segments of the show are you ready for this week's question on rant time for new viewers for new viewers rant time is a segment where i give bradbury one minute to essentially i give him a question and he has one minute to answer that question one minute rant pretty self-explanatory yeah and i don't know what this is about what it's gonna be so i'm just kind of on my toes here and i told mckay i was like dude if i can't do that i have a rant for myself but i'd love to take mckay's rant i can't wait to hear man i've been waiting so mckay what's my rant question today man all right your rant question of the day an nba related question now this is a serious talks question meaning the league has considered this okay with the new addition of where the league is going, okay, with some outside shooting, the league has proposed a potential four-point line. Yes, yes. Now, if everyone just saw Bradbury's face, he was somewhat, I don't know, disgusted. I, I, was, per, I was perplexed. You could he say perplexed. perplexed. <laughs> he was perplexed. So the question is, in your opinion, with where the league is at, do they add a four-point line? I mean, I, I would imagine the three-point line is right around 24 feet, uh, depending on where you're at from the three-point line. But I imagine this is going to be in near 35, 40 feet, kind of where Steph and Dame are pulling up from. We're talking a four-point line. Um, and again, this has been a serious conversation around the league. There's not much, you know, uh, role with it right now. But, like, this is – this is a topic. What are, what are your thoughts? Should, should we have a four-point line? Like, hmm. I don't know. A lot, lots to discuss here. Yeah, there is. And don't start my clock just yet because I also had a backup rant. This sounds like a good debate kind of question. I don't know where your stance is on this, but I could rant on this or we could, after rant, maybe dive into what we think both sides of that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's, do that. Let's do it. All right, bet. So, McKay, put a minute on my clock, and you're ready? All right, guys, I'm hold ready. On, hold on, hold on. Let's get let's get a minute ready. Okay, get, get that ready because I'm ready to ramp, boys, okay, after, after seeing what I saw, and I'm ready to let loose for a minute. So, McKay, you let me know when that starts, and I will start hucking and chucking my thoughts. In three, two, one. Can we just please talk about, for a split second, boys, this – NBA dunk contest this year of 2021 in the middle of the all-star guys guys I have seen Blake Griffin jump over cars I have seen Vince Carter put his elbow down the net okay I have seen dunk contests and you know what I saw tonight 
not a dunk contest. That's for <laughs> sure. I don't even know what to say about it, man. I was trying to watch this thing and I couldn't. I was just, I was like, what's going to happen? I'm on my phone. And guys, you know, great athletes, great dunkers. I just feel like the NBA dunk contest used to be about the all stars showing their talents as were this year. It felt like Obi Toppin, okay, but who who are you guys? What are you doing in the league? 10 and, seconds. And yeah, that's what I got to say. That wasn't a dunk contest. The old dunk contests are way better, and tonight made me really sad. End of rant. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was – you know what? That was a great rant. I'm hey. really glad. I felt the passion. I felt like you needed to get that off your chest. And you know I what? Know. I'm glad you fucking said something. Because that was the most utter fucking disgusting dunk contest I have ever fucking seen. And I'm 100% agreeing with you. And you know what? Shout out to the guys that made it there. And you know that those guys got hops. Get it. Like, I get it. Those guys got hops. But, man, the dunk contest has really changed from when you and I grew up watching this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And we could talk all day on it. But, again, if you disagree with me and you like it this year, DTS approved on Twitter. Comment my throat. Tell me I'm wrong. But, yeah, I, I just – I've seen stuff in the past. And tonight, just I was really sad. This is a very raw podcast show. And we're very authentic with our audience. So, if you disagree with Bradbury, you should go on Twitter and tell him he fucking sucks for that opinion <laughs> of his. Yeah, like I, I'm a black and white guy, but if you, if you disagree with me, I'm not going to come at your throat. We'll talk civilly about it. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on to segment four this week in college basketball. Wow, a lot to talk about, a lot happened. But let's start off with uh, uh, the big one for me Michigan State beats number two Michigan. What? the fuck bradbury talk to me bro what is going on sometimes i i literally don't understand college basketball like <laughs> it is more volatile than the fucking stock market and for me seriously i don't even <laughs> bet college basketball anymore this is ridiculous wow my guy you're talking to someone who loves college basketball if i was a betting man hockey and college basketball would be my two sports that i would be going to all the time but yeah man i mean michigan um they're a team that is very streaky. And what I see is when it comes to the tournaments, they usually make it to the end with someone like Michigan right. State, who's a really good team. What I saw in that game, Michigan is still the better basketball team. If they patch up in the tournament, I would be taking Michigan over Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. Tom Izzo is the big factor in that, in my opinion. He knows how to control his players, to set a tone, to have them think and play a high basketball IQ throughout the whole game. And, yeah, I mean, Michigan laid an egg. That's how it is. Sometimes you hit your shots. Sometimes you don't. But, honestly, I don't see it as too much of a disappointment. I still see Michigan going pretty far this year in the tournament. I agree. I think that's a good take because I, I, I think that Michigan just kind of looked lazy this past weekend. Honestly, that, that that's kind of my take on it. I think Michigan overall is a very good basketball team. Um, I hope they can stay consistent, uh, especially the, when the next two weeks are rolling around. Um, but we shall see. Moving on to the next game. Uh, this one was pain for me, bro. I lost money on this one. West Virginia <laughs> loses to Oklahoma State. Ugh. Ooh. Ooh. All right. My thoughts on that, man, is mm. we got we got two yeah. grip ball teams out there, yeah. dude. West Virginia with that full court press, dude. They're just in your face <laughs> all the time, dude. And Okie State, man, they're a team. It's like, who's Okie State? Well, the past five or six years, 
they've represented who they are pretty well. They have been a good team. They've been in the tournaments. And yeah, I think they're just a growing franchise, man. OK State's a good team. I believe they're ranked. Am I wrong about that? They might not be. The no, they aren't. Time they weren't, no. OK, yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be a team that's in the tournament and look out for an upset, honestly. Yeah, yeah. The valid point, valid point. Moving on. Oh, God, another one. Well, honestly, like, we talked about a little bit about this team last week, man. Duke got swept by UNC. I think they lost by a total of 17 or 20 points. Um, Duke's chances of being in the uh, dance are likely zero at this point. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, we talked about this last week. There's some Duke woes, man. I know Coach K, shout out to him, man. He's one of the most consistent college coaches out there. Um, there's a lot of talent spread across the college basketball universe, which as a, as a viewer of college basketball, which you and I are like, that's amazing, right? We get to watch great players across different leagues and whatnot, but wow. UNC came in there, stomped on them. (laughs) Wasn't, wasn't even close. Yeah. And, uh, Duke sitting 10 in the ACC. Uh, I don't know if this is before this game or after, but yeah, they're pretty much out and, it's going to be a rare year where we don't have Duke and North Carolina flying out of our mouths left and right, man. Right. God. Oh, gosh. Well, Gonzaga's still rolling. <laughs> when is Gonzaga not rolling? As they should be in the ghost conference of who the hell are these teams? <laughs> but still rolling. Still there rolling. you go. And moving on. Uh, so interesting news. Luke uh, Luca Garza. Props to him, number 55 of the Iowa Hawkeyes. His jersey is going to be retired by the university, which congrats, big man. That is uh, awesome. Um, That's pretty sick for a college player, I got to admit. I got to admit. But anyway, moving on, moving on. Let's go forward to uh, brackets. Oh, I like that word. Can you spell that for me? I'm just kidding. but. (laughs) I love brackets, man. So, so, so I, I want to kind of give give the spiel over to you because you usually run this thing. But tell the DTS audience what your bracket is. Tell tell them what we're gonna do. The exciting news. We got some exciting news, you guys. You're definitely gonna want to pay attention to this. Yeah. So this is a little tradition of mine. It'll be my fourth year doing it with the cancellation last year. Unfortunately, oh. broke broke everyone's heart. We ran a poll. Seventy eight percent of you said no, it won't, won't get canceled. Well, guess what? It got canceled. And here we are today. <laughs> this is year four, twenty twenty one. But let me tell you, ten bucks gets you ten brackets in my entry. Grand prize one thousand dollars to the best bracket that I get this year. And I run this. You can talk to my previous winners. I'll shoot them to you. McKay is actually one of them, believe it or not. Um, he's he's looking to defend his title this year. But um, yeah, yeah. dude. It, I, it used to be Bradbury's bracket challenge, but I'm going to change it this year. It's going to be DTS's bracket challenge or something along the lines, man. Because, uh, yeah, I just think that moving forward, we can do that every year with this. And McKay is a good homie of mine. And, yeah, I'm just going to put DTS's label on it now, man. I'm excited about this, bro. I know yeah. you've been doing this, and I, I'm so glad that you're willing to bring this over to the DTS audience because I think this is going to be really exciting. So that means, everyone, we will. There will be more info to come on this. All the info will be posted on our Twitter at DTS Approved. 
we will be tweeting the links to fill out the brackets as well as uh, a PayPal or Venmo link to pay uh, Bradbury. And yes, this is a very legit contest. We will actually be announcing the standings weekly on the show, which is going to be something really exciting. So you'll have a chance to to have your name announced. Um, and this is going to get exciting. This is going to get competitive. And yes, Bradbury, I'm here to defend my fucking title. So if you think you're good at picking college basketball teams, DTS approved, pay attention. See if you can dethrone me, baby. I'm trying to go for year two. Let's go. Yeah, word on the street was McKay tied a sock around his eyes last year, making the bracket and flipped a coin. And that was the winning one. But hey, maybe he's got the juice again this year. We'll have to see. But yeah, uh, if you have any questions, just hit us up on Twitter, like McKay said. And it's a lot of fun, man. Ten bucks. Yeah. It's a small entry and a thousand dollars if you yeah. got the best one. So super, super fun, super fun. It's that's super what exciting. That's why we reference March Madness is the first Christmas of the year too, because this shit just gets <laughs> insane, man. It's a good so time. Happy. We get so happy. Uh, let's go. All right, moving on. Segment five. This is going to be our fifth and final segment for the night, and we've been talking about it since last week. Ah. Uh, Time to get caught up on all the NFL drama, baby. Let's go. Oh, let's go. I'm so excited. So let's start out. Let's start out with something here. The recent signings. Okay. Feel free to give me your thoughts or I can just move through them. Here we go. JJ Watt signed with the Cardinals for two years. Pretty exciting. Um, I definitely think uh, there was probably some texting maybe between a wide receiver and JJ Watt to potentially uh, get him to go to Arizona. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know too much, man. Like other than the Cardinals have been a good team. They got a good quarterback. They've been figuring it out recently. And I think JJ Watt's a good signing for that team, man. Outside the drama, speaking strictly football, that's a good sign for the Cardinals. I agree. In my I opinion. I agree. I agree. And I think I think if you're a Cardinals fan, like you can be really excited about where the Cardinals are going right now. Yeah, agreed, man. The Cardinals are looking great, dude. You got Kyler Murray, a quarterback, dudes like Patrick Mahomes Jr. over there, in my opinion. But um Hopkins, yeah. you got one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins. Gosh, it's I can't wait for the NFL already. I can't wait for the NFL already. Same, bro. I miss the NFL. <laughs> Moving on, we got Justin Simmons. Uh, the Denver Broncos placed a franchise tag on him. Uh, this could this could change. So we're we're not going to totally talk about this situation. Totally, this could change within the coming days. Uh, we we don't want to speak before anything's finalized. But this is what the Broncos have released as a statement as potential. Um, again, they could pull this back. Same thing, Panthers are expecting to franchise tag OT Taylor Moten or Moten. I don't know if I'm saying that properly. But again, until it's finalized, we will not say anything. But one thing we do need to talk about that is finalized, Big Ben, baby. He's back. Oh, baby, is he? Let's go, Big Ben. I am so happy to see this man back there. I almost booked a, a flight to Pennsylvania to go thank him myself <laughs> and shake his hand for that signature, man. I am super excited Ben's going to come back, man, and hopefully his team doesn't fucking fall apart in yeah. week 11 yeah. and lose it again, man, because well, people are going to think I'm crazy. Ben can win another Super Bowl. He can win another Super Bowl before he retires. I genuinely believe that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, he has the wide receiver power to do it. Honestly, like I think he does. 
and the steel curtain on defense, man, like that defense is solid, bro. And hopefully they can keep the pieces together and Mike can keep doing what he's doing over there. But yeah, dude, I, it would be a dream come true to see one more ring on Ben's finger. Facts, bro. Facts. Well, dude, that was a hot take because seriously, people can reference episode one when you talked about your love for Big Ben. And that's so exciting to see that he re-signed. So, so congrats for that. But things that new well i guess we honestly need to discuss this because to me this is fucking ridiculous in terms of nfl drama four players to me that are so pivotal right now that are unsigned or have yet to be closers aka closed deals with their current teams bro aaron jones running back green bay bro wow how is this like what are the packers what are the packers doing here are they gonna place him like is he gone is he like honestly i don't see first we had the drama with aaron Rodgers potentially maybe not signing and now you got the running back aaron jones who's like 26 years old ranked like top three in terms of running backs this past season bro like how is this man not signed um yeah and I don't know the situation. I'm not behind the office in Green Bay, obviously. know what's going on with the drama with Aaron Jones or Rodgers. But here's my thing. If Aaron Rodgers is going to stay and you're trying to do what you've been doing, pay the guy whatever he wants, man. Like, Aaron Jones is an irreplaceable back in the league, in my opinion. He's shown time and time again what he can do. So that's one take on it. The second take is is that Green Bay is just trying to restart, maybe, dude. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is done there. Maybe they're just trying to get rid of Jones and try something new, get a little bit of money. But, yeah, if things are going good in the pack town, dude, I I don't care what Aaron's asking. Pay him his money, dude. He's, irre- he's irreplaceable. He's a great running back. I agree with that take totally. I think if you're Green Bay, you'd be stupid not to resign that, man. Seriously, move on mm-hmm. with it. Moving on, the second – Chris Godwin, ride receiver for Tampa Bay. Uh, obviously, this was breaking news uh, this afternoon. I just got the I got the Bleacher Report notification. Yes, I get my news from Bleacher Report. Um, but uh, they broke the news that uh, Tom Brady's actually restructuring his contract with the Bucks, um, and this is still on the table. So this is two separate things dealing with Tampa Bay Buccaneers offseason here. We got Chris Godwin, who's unsigned yet, who rightfully so was a great target for Tom Brady this offseason. And Tom Brady's restructuring his contract. Whether that affects Chris's contract, I don't know. But like, I'm just surprised on from, from my perspective why he hasn't been signed as well. Same, same scenario as Aaron Jones here. Why hasn't he been signed? And if he's not going to be signed, where should he go, bro? Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. So let's just recap, though. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the reigning Super Bowl champions, and they beat the, they beat the second best team in the league by twenty plus in the Super Bowl. So, Correct. Chris Godwin leaving Tampa Bay does it hurt them? Yes. Does it hurt them tremendously? No. Tom Brady's got so many weapons. He proved that time and yeah. time again. He doesn't need Chris Godwin necessarily to get a ring. Chris got. On the other hand, though. If I'm in Chris Godwin's shoes, there's two 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 ways to go about this. You can go in Super Bowls with Tampa Bay. That's your best option if you want rings and you're chasing rings. That's the best team and best option for you. But if you're chasing stats and you're trying to make a name for yourself, Chris might want to go somewhere else. I don't know where he goes. Whatever opportunities present himself, probably the next best team other than Tampa. But 
Um, yeah, this is more of a Chris decision, in my opinion. Do you want to chase rings with the best team in the league, or do you want to try and make it more of a name for yourself somewhere else? Oh, That's my take, at least. Oh, I love that take. I love that take. I got nothing to say. We're moving on with that. <laughs> Allen Robinson, the second baby, another great wide receiver, had another great year with Chicago, has been somewhat injury prone, but still, a, still an offensive weapon, still has yet to be signed. Yeah, Allen Robinson, dude, he's he's statistically really good. He plays with Chicago quarterbacks questionable over there. But I see Allen Robinson kind of as like a Robert Woods type of guy or Brandon Cooks, like very fundamentally sound. Are the fundamentals, I think the fundamentals separate those players, but in terms of body, small, fast wide receiver, like he's not someone like Aaron Jones or Chris Godwin, in my opinion. He's still a good player, but yeah, like we'll see what happens with them. I'm going to keep my eyes on it for sure. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And last player we got to talk about with NFL, bro. And this, like, this hits close home to me, man, because I grew up watching the Cowboys, bro. Yeah. <sighs> Dak got hurt last year. You obviously, I'm sure everyone saw that injury. It was brutal. It was disgusting. Uh, he's already had surgery. He's already back. But he has yet to be signed by Dallas or at least given a franchise tag yet by Dallas. And, ah, dude, I don't know. I think I think statistically the Cowboys should be fucking at least above 500 every single season. Like, seriously, they got really – they got CeeDee Lamb. They got fucking Dak – well, they, they had Dak Prescott. They got Ezekiel Elliott. Like, obviously, I think the Cowboys' defense can always get better. But, like, I think Dallas overall is a decent team with some good offensive weapons, you know? Mm-hmm. And – I don't know. I'm just this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out because and we're going to be talking a little bit more about this as the weeks progress with the quarterback situation. There's still like five plus quarterbacks that don't have homes yet. So but like what do you what are your thoughts on this, man? The quarterback situation is interesting to to watch and, and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, Um. with Dak, dude, I just want to hit a little more like sensitive like real note this guy was going through some stuff okay Mm -hmm. as a person before the season started he lost his brother too and then homie's out for the whole season he loses what he loves so at this point dude whatever Dak wants to do I'm behind it and I'm a big fucking like go go do it Dak like you got this man you know so whatever he wants to do I'm behind it man I love that I love that and we're and we're seriously gonna be we're gonna be keeping up all with the NFL drama, more is to come. Um, we're definitely, you know, we do this show on a week-to-week basis, so we really try to, to sum this, uh, sum the previous week up for you guys all in one, you know, 30, 45-minute episode, um, kind of put it out there for you. But that is going to do it for episode two of Degenerous Talk Sports. A little preview for next week, though. We got Selection Saturday for college basketball. I believe the date on that is the 13th. It's going to be super exciting, really fun to watch. Always exciting. Um, Tonight was NBA All-Star Week, so NBA will begin on Wednesday this week. Brad Bear and I will be following along with games, as well providing news and rumors for the coming week. Um, more NFL trade drama. Again, this is all playing out in real time, day to day. Brad Bear and I are kind of keeping notes on this, and we'll be delivering the goods to you next week. 
Um, we will have new segments and more to come. We're really excited with this show. Bradbury, as always, brother, thank you for being here. Thank you for spending the time with me on this show. Of course, uh, man. Uh, this is fun. This is fun. But where can people follow you? And more importantly, where can people find more information on our bracket challenge, the DTS bracket challenge, hosted by your very own co-host, Alex Bradbury? Where can people find you, baby? Um, so first you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Bradbury 33 and then on Twitch Swagbury, but that's more focused on instant Twitter right now with the bracket coming up. And yeah, so first I just want to say, if you're interested, definitely let me know. You can do it through DTS or my personals. Second, um, uh, the, we didn't talk about this, but Brooklyn Nets are the best team in the league, in my opinion. So if you disagree with me, come up my throat. Seriously, they're the best team in the league. They just signed Blake Griffin, too. We didn't really hit on that much. But, um, yeah, it's okay, dude. There's, there's only so much time, right? I know it sucks. But, yeah, dude, that's that's all I got, basically, for me, McKay. And, and dude, the, you bring up a good point because the NBA trade deadline, I think, is March 18th. So that's like two more weeks. So we'll be following along with that. But more to come. Thank you, Bradbury. As always, you can follow my personal um, Instagram, McKay Armbrust, my personal Twitter. And shout out to our sponsor, Degenerate Bets. Um, you can find our community on Discord at Degenerate Bets. So you can find more info on that. More to come. But thank you all for viewing. Thank you all for listening. Uh, please reach out to us at DTS Approved. And that is all for episode two. Bye-bye. Doses.